Hello and welcome to Mustasa Podcast, episode number 19. And yes, it did take me 19 episodes to finally make one in English because all the other ones are in Spanish. When I first started the podcast, my idea was to do like the same video in English and Spanish, just like translate it, but ended up not doing that. <laughs> just Spanish and then now I'm gonna do this one in English and probably record it again in Spanish or just let it be in English. Let's see what happens and see what God wants to do. You know what I'm saying? That being said, today's word is, um, let me read it right off, right off of my notes. So give me one second, is, mm-hmm, I got it right here, okay. It is about the parable of the prodigal and his brother. We can find that in Luke 15, verse 11, and yeah, verse 11 through 32. I'm gonna read it first, and then we're gonna talk about it. So, the word of the Lord, we read the word of the Lord in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So parable of the prodigal and his brother. Then Jesus said, there was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, father, give me the share of the property that will belong to me. So he divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all he had and traveled to a distant country. And there he squandered his property and dissolute leaving, living. Girl, I always do that. <laughs> I mix up the, but anyways, that's not the point. Moving on, um, when he had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout the country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of the country who sent him to his fields to feed his, the pigs. He would gladly have filled himself with the pots that the pigs were eating and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired hands have bread enough and, and to spare? But here I am dying of hunger. I will get up and go to my father and I will say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to him, but the father said to his slaves, quickly bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and get the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his elder son was in the field and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the slaves and asked what was going on. He replied, your brother has come and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has got him back safe and sound. Then he became angry and refused to go in. His father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, listen, for all these years I have been working like a slave for you and I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. Then the father said to him, son, you're always with me and all that is mine is yours. 
yours. But we have to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. All right. Now that I've read this, of course I already read it, but now that I've read it with you guys. Um, basically what I want to say about this is I feel like this is a reflection of God and us. The father is obviously God and we are that brother, that son who just left and did a bunch of things that of course were not of our father's liking. We're not something that our father would approve, but then we came back. And that is what I'm coming to tell you today. Your father that is in heaven, God is willing to forgive you for anything, anything you've done, literally anything. It does not matter how bad you think what you did is. It does not matter how wrong you think it is. It does It does not matter. It literally does not matter. Before God's eyes, it is, it is all sin is the same. It's just sin. And it is wrong. And he is willing to forgive you. He is willing to forgive you for literally anything you could have done. He is waiting for you quite literally like this parable of the prodigal and his brother. He is literally waiting for you with open arms. Look at how in the story, um, in the parable, in the last verse, verse 32, it says, but we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. He was, li- the father was literally celebrating that the son came back. This is the same way God celebrates when we come back. It does not matter if, if maybe you never believed in God. Maybe this is the first time you've heard somebody talking to you about God. Maybe you've been hurt by the church before. Maybe you were a committed Christian. You used to go to church all the time. You used to not go to church all the time, but actually have a relationship with God. Because there's a difference. There's a difference. There's people who just go to church because that's what they have to do. And there's people that actually have a relationship with God. That's what I call a true Christian. It's not about how holy I can be. It's not about... I go to church, I do this, I do that. It's about, do you know God? Do you have a relationship with God? That is that is what it's all about, basically. And so maybe you did have a relationship with God. Maybe you knew God. But then something happened, life happened, and you got away. You, you've been away for some time. You haven't talked to God in a long time. But here's the whole point of me talking to you about this today. God is waiting for you, quite literally. Maybe you feel guilty for what you've done. Maybe you feel dirty. Maybe you feel bad. Maybe you don't feel anything at all. My whole point is, it does not matter. God is waiting for you and God wants to have a relationship with you. God is literally waiting for you with open arms. The same way this father was waiting for his son with open arms. This son literally took everything his father had given him and literally just... (laughs) He just burned everything. Like he just, he he said, you know what? Mm, I'm just gonna spend all this. I'm gonna go crazy. That's exactly what he did. His father was still waiting for him with open arms. By saying this, I don't mean that, you know, you just, oh my God, go do whatever you wanna do and then come back to God, like knowingly, like go out there and knowingly do things and then come back and be like, well, God's gonna forgive me, so I'm just gonna do it anyways. That's not what I mean. What I mean is when you do do something wrong, God's always gonna be there to forgive you. 
so because at the end of the day we're human we're gonna fail it's in us to fail because we're human we're not perfect the only one who is perfect is god so what i'm trying to say is when we do fail because we're human god created us god knows we're human god knows we're gonna fail so he's gonna be there to forgive us each and every time but he is waiting for you quite literally for you listen it does not matter maybe maybe you're thinking to yourself oh my god i haven't prayed in so long oh my god i haven't i've never prayed oh my god i've never listen my dms are open my i don't know my comments on the youtube video my however you want to reach me if you see me on campus you can come up to me and talk to me i i am available i will answer any questions i will help you with literally anything that has to do with god god related and anything else that i might be able to help you know depending of course um but maybe you you don't know how to pray maybe you haven't prayed in so long it doesn't in, in so long it does not matter god is literally waiting for you he is waiting for you he wants a relationship with you and that is basically all i want to talk about today look at this parable this man literally went and spent everything his father had given him and then came back and he didn't even want to be he didn't even want to be welcomed back as a, as a son he wanted to be there as a worker he was like i'm willing to go back as a worker because i don't have anything and the father said you know what you are my son i'm not gonna have you here as a worker you are my son it does not matter and i rejoice and i'm happy and i celebrate about the fact that you came back so that is the same way god is waiting for you it does not matter yes maybe you knew god and knowingly did some things that shouldn't have like the 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 son did in this in this story this parable and maybe like i said you did some things but god is there willing to forgive you waiting for you with open arms the same way the father was waiting for the son with open arms so like i said god is waiting for you god wants to have a relationship with you and the thing i always say about having a relationship with god is you know you can't have a relationship with somebody if you don't talk to them <laughs> you can't there is no way on earth like you you probably have that one friend you haven't spoken to in like three years i mean that's still your friend but do you know what's going on in their lives like do you do you you know you don't you don't know them you know them but you don't because you're, you're not talking to them so you don't know anything about them so i would say that's the perfect example for what i'm talking about right here with god so if you don't talk to god if the way we talk to god is praying if you don't talk to god then do you have a relationship with god and then i'm gonna use that same example for what i'm talking about about the parable let that same example you have a friend you haven't talked to in three years and then you finally talk to that person and you get back together and you catch up with like a bunch of things that's the same way god is waiting for you god is literally waiting for you to come up to him and be like yo i haven't spoken to you in so long but i'm back i'm back and i want to talk about everything he is literally waiting for you um like i was saying it's literally about talking to him like I talk to him, I talk to God like like my father that he is. Like literally sometimes I'll be like, Lord, help me because I'm tired. I'm not trying to do this right now. So, you know, help me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not talking about a prayer where you just where you just like, um, 
well, how does it go? This one, I know it in Spanish, but I don't know it in English. It's like the um, how is it? Uh, Father that arts in heaven, that one. I'm not talking about that type of prayer. I'm talking about a prayer where you literally just talk to God, literally just sit down and be like, Father God. I got to tell you some stuff. So this and this and this and this and this and so and so happened and I need your help. Or God, you know what? Um, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Or God, please help me deal with, with, deal with this situation or whatever it is that it might be, but just talk to God. It's like, you know what? Let me give you a perfect example. It's like your phones. Girl, if you plug in your phone at night, the next day, It'll be full battery, 100%. It'll probably last you maybe a good couple hours. You woke up at 7 a.m. By the time it's already like 5 p.m., that phone's gonna be at 11% or 10% or 5% or off, dead. And that's the same thing that happens to us. When you connect your phone to the source, to the charger, it keeps the phone alive. Like it gives battery to the phone. That same thing that happens to us. When we're connected to the source, the source being God, the charger being, the charger being prayer, because that is the way to be connected to the source. The source would be, God would be the, the where you plug in the, <laughs> the charger. But when we're plugged, when we're plugged into the source to God, that is what keeps us alive. That is what keeps the relationship alive. As soon as we're disconnected from the source, eventually, like I said, there's no way you can have a relationship with somebody that you don't talk to. So eventually, I haven't been talking to God for a couple days, for a couple weeks, for a couple months. Eventually, I'm gonna die, spiritually speaking. So the relationship with God is gonna die. So that's why I had to talk about today. It was kind of short, 13 minutes, 14 minutes, not that long of a, of a podcast. Um, just to pro- about the prodigal son and his brother and father, whatever. <laughs> um, I feel like I repeated a lot of things a lot, but I'm just trying to make, like, I'm just trying to make some emphasis here. <laughs> Look. God, once again, is literally waiting for you. If you want to have this relationship with God, if you feel like this message touched you in some type of way, you feel like, oh my God, yes, I want to have the relationship with God that she's talking about. Yes, I want to do that. She gave me good vibes. I want to do that, whatever. <laughs> Literally, go into your room right now, close the door and speak to your father that is in heaven, quite literally. Be like, okay, Lord, I'm here, laying down in my bed. Hi, hello, hi. I know I haven't talked to you in like a long time or I've never talked to you, but I'd like to have a relationship with you. Like the thing that she was talking about, I want that. Teach me how to do it, show me. And when I tell you, I mean it literally, God will respond, literally, because he always does. Something will happen, somebody will come up to you, somebody will talk to you, you'll see something, a post will come up on Instagram. I don't know, God has a lot of ways of speaking, but something will happen and he will He will guide you to what you'd have to do. But as for me, I would say literally just pray. And there's that Bible app, if you wanna download it on your phone. And there's a lot of plans they have, it's like, Devotionals, if you don't know what devotionals are, it's literally just like readings about the Bible and like 
readings about the Bible, readings in the Bible and things that you could take out of those verses. So basically what I'm doing, but written down <laughs> and go out from there because I, my definition of a Christian is somebody that has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, has a relationship with God through you know, accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and has the Bible and the Holy Spirit, of course, as their guide. That's This is your guide, the Bible. I mean, not the iPad, the, the Bible that I have here open on the iPad. Um, so yeah, just go in your room, talk to God. If you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, go right ahead too. When you're talking to God, be like, Lord Jesus, I accept you as my personal Savior. Forgive me for all my sins. I love you, want to have a relationship with you. Help me, you know, any anything from my past that I may have done knowingly or unknowingly, take it away, break it in the name of Jesus. I don't want it. Go off from there. And yeah, that's literally all I have to say. And matter of fact, the, the what you what I want you to take out of today, of course, everything that I've said, but also just just talk to God, literally. Like, if you are just like, I heard the whole thing. Um, I really don't care. Just, just give it a try. There's literally a, a a Bible verse. I forgot which one it is right now. That says, "Try and see that the Lord is good." Wait, let me look it up right now. I'm not even gonna, cause I know it in Spanish, but in English, it's. I don't want to say the wrong thing, you know. Okay, so it's literally that. It's it's taste, not try. Sorry. It's Psalm thirty, Psalms thirty four eight. It says, "Taste and see that the Lord is good." That is literally all I'm asking. <laughs> Taste and see that the Lord is good. If anybody in the church ever hurt you, if anybody, I don't know, if if you've had some type of experience with with a, with, a, with a Christian that was not representing who Christ is, that was not representing who God is. I am sorry that, I know you've probably seen posts like this, but I am literally sorry, that is not who God is. We are, you are human. I, I as a Christian may have done some things too. I actually not may have done, have done some things too, because I am human. We try, but we are human. So I'm sorry if anybody ever made you feel some type of way in the church but give God a chance. You know what I'm saying? Because God is not like that. So I'm literally just saying like this thing says right here, this Bible verse says right here, taste and see that the Lord is good. Just taste and see that the Lord is good. Literally just taste. Like just be like, you know what? I'm just going to pray today. Let me just, mm, hello, pray. Let me do what Gabby said. Mm, Let me see. Let me see. Just, mm, I'll do it. And you'll literally see a change in your, everything will change around you, everything. And I mean that literally everything. People will, people will stop talking to you. And I don't mean that in the bad way. I mean like people who were not good for you, God will take them away. Things that were not good for you, God will take it away. Thoughts that have been troubling you in your mind, they will go away. Whatever, when I when I say it, I mean it. There will be you, there will be a change from negative to positive in your life. Literally from one day to the next, just taste and see that, excuse me, the Lord is good. That is all for today. And yes, that is all. 
Let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this moment. Thank you, God, because today was the first episode in English. Thank you, Lord, because you are here. Thank you because you are Lord. Thank you because you gave us the opportunity to have a relationship with you through Jesus Christ's sacrifice, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for who you are. Thank you because we're here. Oh, Lord, I ask that the people that see this message, Lord, that hear this message, may they be transformed, Lord. May they see a change in their lives, Lord, starting today, starting today, after they hear this, after they hear this message, Lord, let, let them see a change in their lives, Lord, that they may taste and see that you are good, that you are a good father, that you just have plans to prosper us like your, like your word says in Jeremiah 29, 11, Lord, that you just want good things for our lives, Lord. May they see past everything, every hurt, every situation, May they see, they may see past all that and straight to you and who you are. May they know you and have a relationship with you, a true, a true relationship with you, truly, Lord. Oh, Lord, that this word may get to those places where you want it to get to, to those, to, to that, to those people you want that, that you, that they need to hear this message or may it get to them as well. Thank you, Lord, for this moment. Thank you because we're here. Thank you. I ask in the name of Jesus that you bless everybody that's watching this message right now. Oh, Lord, thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. So that is all. See you in the next one, which will probably be another episode in English because I guess now that I started, I'm going to keep it going to keep doing some more episodes in English.